morning, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the Word Times of Devotion. Right now, we're going to be praying in other tongues. First Timothy 2 from verse 1 to 4 says, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority. That we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Who we'll have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. So we're going to be praying today. We pray especially for our leaders that they function in wisdom and truth and not in foolishness and deception. And it's not just our leaders, but also the people of the world. No more deception. No more deception. Let's go ahead, open our mouth and pray in other tongues. Can you unmute yourself? No more deception. The deception has had this still day and no more deception from this day henceforth. Leko sakate la mando paradega. Tarebosonta Kadish, 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 Tareb
Sarah, 
We thank you, God. For the different types of leadership, oh God, in our beloved countries. We thank you for the citizens of God. We thank you for the people of God. wisdom. No more deception. No more deception. In the name of the Lord Jesus. No more deception. Yes, hallelujah. The skills are off of their eyes. The skills are off of their eyes. No more deception by the power of the Holy Ghost. Wisdom, wisdom of understanding, hallelujah. Le grande zavela grande zekita baroko soto kubradika. Yes, hallelujah. Your word says they shall know the truth, and the truth shall make them free. As many as this to be free to serve you, O God. Yes, hallelujah. At this time, we decree and declare foolishness is gone far from them, deception is gone far from them. And the flesh is over. Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus. They are kept from foolishness. They are kept from the deception of God of social media. They are kept of God from the deception of the media. They are kept of God from the deception. Deception of the mainstream media in the name of the Lord Jesus. Understanding is granted them. Understanding is granted them by the power of the Holy Ghost. Understanding is granted them. Yes, hallelujah. The leadership of God, of the different nations of God, different leaders of leadership, they begin to take different decisions of God, decisions of God that align with God's word, God's plans, God's purposes. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, hallelujah. There's a longing in the heart of God. For the truth of God's word. Later, for everything, oh God, that they had planned, oh God, based on false information, for everything that they had decided, oh God, based on the deception, oh God, they begin to revert them, they begin to revert them in the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, we worship you. We exalt your holy name, oh God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, foolishness is at bay. Foolishness is at bay. Deception is far away. Deception is far away. Oh, Sakabaya Lamanda Kabaya. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, precious Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus. 
Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Father, we thank you. We bless your name, O God. For you are God all by yourself. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' name we prayed. Amen. Somebody shout glory. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening, depending on what continent you are being connected from this time or what country of the world you are connected from at this time. You are welcome to the Inspired by the World Times of Devotion. And this is another time to be upgraded in the spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you so very much, esteemed Amara, for this wonderful opportunity to pray us again today. Over to you, esteemed Sister Maka at this time. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to um, the Inspired by the Word Devotion Time with the Lord. And um, today's Rhapsody Devotional, Friday, 26th February, 2021, the title is Blessed and Highly Favored. And our opening scripture is from Ephesians 1 and verse 6, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. The word accepted in the scripture above is charito, Greek, and it means to grace, that is to be imbued with special honor, make accepted or be highly favored. So the scripture should actually read, he has made us highly favored in the beloved, hallelujah. Someone in scripture who got such a description was Mary. Luke 1, says, and the angel came in unto her and said, hail thou, thou that art highly favored. And that's exactly what God is telling you. That's exactly what God is telling you. You are blessed and highly favored. And that's exactly what God is telling you today. You are blessed and highly favored. Mary was blessed and highly favored because she was to carry Jesus in her womb through the word. Today, you are carrying Jesus in your spirit through the word. Glory to God. His word isn't just in you. His word is your life. For your burden of the word, what a life he's given us. What does it mean to be favored? It means that you are blessed beyond measure. You are blessed of God even when you don't seem to deserve it. In essence, look beyond your ability. Look beyond whether or not you qualify. God himself is your ability and your sufficiency. That's what it says in 2 Corinthians 3 and verse 5. Our sufficiency is of him. Being highly favored means everything you do prospers. Even when others fail or make losses, you excel. 
because you're sponsored by the spirit. He orders your steps. Even if you were surrounded by critics and detractors, it will make no difference because you are God's man or woman piloted by grace. As God's favor is manifested in your behalf, those and opportunities which can't be humanly explained are open to you. The Bible says, and God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance. Second Corinthians 9 and verse 8 in the Amplified Classic Translation. This is God's desire for you. Psalm 5 and verse 12 says, For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor will thou compass him as with a shield. Everywhere and every time throughout this year, be conscious that you were blessed and highly favored. Everywhere and every time throughout this year, be conscious that you are blessed and highly favored. I sense in my spirit that someone has a testimony that will help us understand what it means to be blessed and highly favored. Somebody wants to share a testimony where you didn't qualify for something, where opportunities opened up to you that could not have been humanly explained. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you'd like to share, just raise your hand. Blessed and highly favored, blessed and highly favored. Those and opportunities which cannot be humanly explained are open unto you. Even where others fail or make losses, you excel. Everything you do prospers. Even when you are surrounded by distractors, by enemies, when many have ganged themselves up against you and said, this one will not work, but it worked for you. Okay, Sister Chilima from France, please unmute and tell us. In one minute, please. Um, hello, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, okay, so just in, as a brief, um, I'm in France and um, of course the language is French and initially after my master's, it was words that um, it would be impossible to get a job without um, having fluency in French. I applied um, for a job in a French enterprise, Orange to be precise, one of the big French brands. And out of a candidate pool of 1,600 people were shortlisted to 60. And from the 60, it were then further shortlisted to 30. Um, there were several interview process. Now the very day for my HR process, the HR I was directed to <laughs> was like you, you, you read in the Rhapsody, when you say you are blessed and highly favored. When I got there, obviously the interview was to be in French. 
but the HR person I met said she was just transferred from the US to assume that position. And she said she was not comfortable in French that if I don't mind, we should do the interview in English. <laughs> and we went ahead to do the interview and I was offered the job. Now out of 30 people who were eventually given the job, I was the only one who couldn't speak French. And after the signing of the contract and the onboarding, the other HR were surprised and were like, at the time of your interview, they didn't know that you couldn't speak French. I said, yes, that my interview was conducted in English. And the testimony was, they said, okay, then you have to learn French and the company is paying for it to learn the language. So that's something wow. that could not have been possible because Orange is a French brand, it's not an international brand in France. Thank you, Ma. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You know, as you hear these testimonies, you know, we had other people raising up their hands. Please raise up your hand. I, I want you to share your testimony. I finished the Rhapsody in time so that we can actually take these testimonies before the further study. The Spirit of God is saying that as you hear these testimonies, the grace that produced them is massively at work. I can basically feel that anointing from where I am. It's so strong because God is in a hurry to produce similar testimonies. When I say similar, your case may not be like Sister Chidima's case or like the case of anyone who would share here. But it will be said that you got it and you could not explain how. It will be said that rules and regulations, laws were altered just for you to have it. Those that could not be humanly explained. Thank you, Jesus. Sister Peace Chigama, please unmute and share your testimony in one minute. Um, good morning, Ma. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Ma, for, for this opportunity to share my testimony. Um, it was when I was applying for my internship. Um, it's, it's an attachment, you know, during when I was at school, at tertiary education, for our four years, I, was study, I studied accounting. So one of these is internship. You go, you go work at a company for, for real hands-on experience. So I applied at a company called Zinwa here in, Mashri, here in Zimbabwe. It's a national company. And a lot of people, they didn't expect me to get it because Zinwa, usually you go there, you have to know someone, usually maybe a relative or someone that those are the people who get you in, in such a company. It's a national company and maybe a lot of people will be wanting to get in. And personally, I wanted an organization whereby I just work from Monday to Friday, usually on Saturdays. I serve in the, in the LMAM in choir. So I want to be able to attend my choir practice sessions. So that's what, that's what even Zenua had. They worked from Monday to Friday. So then I applied. And even when I took my application, I took like a day before their selection. And even when the HR received, when the human resources received my application, actually told me that hey, this is a waste of time. We won't even take you. We are late and look at, look at this pile of applications that I have and I only want one person. I only want one. So 
you can bring it, but then I don't need it. That's what he actually told me. The chances are high that I won't even get it. There are people who even want to even work for free and stuff. So then I was just like, I just told them it as well. I am submitting my application anyway. And I brought it. And a few days after I got called that I actually got the internship there. It was, it was something big for me because firstly, like I mentioned before, you, had, you have to know someone to get an application there. And the other interesting thing is, I think about a week later, that HR discovered that he had a relative who actually wanted an who wanted, who was looking for an attachment in that place just a bit too late, just after he had given and I had signed the contract. So for me, it was a very big testimony. Oh. <laughs> oh, God has a sense of humor. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Wow. Wow. Mosaka, please omit from your end and share your testimony. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sister Maka, for this amazing platform you've created for all of us to come and enjoy the grace and glory in Christ Jesus. I'd like to greet everyone who is in the platform. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever you are connected in the world. My testimony goes thus. I am in Cyprus and I came to Cyprus at a time when a lot of things had changed. People were always talking negative. But when I got to Cyprus, I said to myself, it is a turnaround. I have to serve God and God is going to provide all that I need for me to stay in Cyprus. One day I got up from the house. I went to my school and then I went to the administration. I told them I needed something to do. They were all looking at me like I have a joke. I insisted that I, I would either be an agent to be approving documents from Africa for those who want to come and study, or I'll work in one of their offices. I gave them options actually very boldly. And one of them asked me, who gave you that audacity to come and be telling us? I said, the spirit of God has led me to you people and that you people have to provide one of these two that I am asking for. They looked at me and they were all baffled. Later on, their boss, the supervisor of the office, came out and asked me to follow her to her office. And then she told me, I can't work in the office because I am just coming. They usually take people who have been with them for a while, like two, three years as students, and you are good. That's when they can take you. So the next option was to be an agent. I said I even preferred being an agent because it gives me time to study. So she started interviewing me. Have you ever worked in an agency before? I said, no. Are you representing an agency? I said, no. Do you ever know anything? Everything was no, no, no. Like I had zero qualification to become an agent. Then she told me there is no possibility. We can't help you. Besides, you are a student who just arrived. You have not even made two months in Cyprus. So just go. Later, maybe after one year, you contact an agency tell them you want to represent them in Cyprus. And then when you people walk out your deal, you come back to us. 
I told the lady in front of her, I said, I'm not going anywhere. The Spirit of God has led me to you people, and I know that you are capable of doing something for me. She kept asking me to go. I refused to go until she had to convoke her, her junior um, uh, colleagues. They conducted an interview for me. Then they, they gave me, she gave me her, her card that I should send her a mail. In the mail, I should detail my area of studies and stuffs, what I've done in the past, which I did. A week after this, they replied me that they wanted to see me in school. There was a board meeting. They conducted an interview. Then they asked me to go. They will get back to me. But in the meeting, they told me that the reply will be negative. Don't give, grant me the, the, the opportunity to be an agent. I just laughed at it. And as I was stepping out of that interview room, I received an email, a congratulation email. That's how I became an agent. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The boss of that Your office, from time to time, when she sees me, yeah. she's like, I really don't know what happened, how we got you here, but there is definitely something every <laughs> time she sees me. And to, 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 to attest how strong this testimony is, when she was taken out of the office later this year, they brought a new boss. The first thing she wrote in a, an email to me that she wants to see me. So I went to the office. She told me, I have gone through the files here. You are the only one whose file is empty because you have no document from any company. And mm. I'm sorry, I don't work like that. We will have to terminate your contract. In fact, you don't even have a written contract. So you are kept loose. Fortunately for me, along the line, I had created a company. I just submitted the company documents and I had my new contract signed. Glory to God. That's my testimony. Hallelujah. 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 Wow. 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 Anything is possible. Is God talking to somebody here? So we'll just take the final one at this time. Brother Ezekiel, please tell us in one minute. How did it happen for you? Good morning, Ma. Thank you very much for the opportunity to share my testimony. Uh, uh, I'm in France. And when I finished my master's, I was applying for jobs and I wanted uh, a job before my birthday. And then my birthday was in, is in April and it was in March. So I was doing regular calculation like people do that before I could get a um, a job before my birthday. I'll have to go to HR interviews and all of that, and that it would not be possible. You know, but one day I was praying with a friend and the word came that, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? I said, yes, it's very possible. So she said that it simply means that God can give me a job without going through interviews. And I keyed on, keyed to, I keyed on to those words. And one day, so. A company just called me and they said they saw my profile on LinkedIn and then they offered me a job without an interview. And not just a short-term contract, they offered me a lifetime contract. And I was super excited because then I wasn't qualified for it, but God gave me that. And again, I told myself that I only want to be in the company for two years. And just recently, there was a morning after the prayers, when we're taking the communion, you said the communion was a very 
special one and we should tie it to something. And I said, okay, God, it's time to change my job. And that same week, I got two offers, two amazing offers that I'm still thinking of the one I want to do. And the time they've asked me to start is exactly two years from my first job. So this can only be God. This is not, this is not. Oh, not, wow. This is being blessed and highly favored. Thank you very much, Mark. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, Sabala Gaba Shatabala, go Sebrahante Nigesite Barida Gabaya, Rodo Sebrahantis Kahalaya. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Distribution of gifts, distribution of blessings. You see, have you ever been in the office and then someone entered and said, I want to declare for everybody? It's a statement we use here in Nigeria. And the person says, I want to declare for everybody. Say, I'm, 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 I'm very happy today. I want to declare for everybody, anything you want. Or have you ever gone out with some friends? You guys went to eat and somebody said, I'm declaring for anybody, everybody, eat whatever you want. This is what I see the spirit of God doing this morning. The spirit of God is excited. He's jumping. I can basically see a man jumping excitedly and saying, I am declaring for everybody in this house. Whatever it is that you want this morning, brothers and sisters, you just heard brother Ezekiel. We, when we're breaking that bread today, that day, and I said, connect it to something. What he connected to, he got it. This is one of those days. You know, it's like that day in the Bible when he talked about the turning of the water. And he says the first one who jumps in is healed. But today, everybody can jump in. It is not just for the first one. Every single person can jump in. So I want you to picture that thing, that thing, or those things. Because he says anything. If you want to eat rice, you want to eat amala, you want to eat um, French chips, whatever it is, as long as you can take it, as long as you can eat it, as long as you can order it, he can pay for it. This is that morning. This is that morning. God is excited to bless you today. God is excited to do something. And he's saying, whatever it is, I have declared it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This is not, this is a special morning. It's not every time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For time, I have to pause here so that we can move to the next thing. But God is out to do you good today. Whatever it is, he has declared. As you go out today, go with that consciousness. He has declared whatever. Whatever it is, it is a yes. As long as you are in this group, it is a yes for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Over to you, Sister Joy, for the further study and the uh, um, Rhapsody prayer. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much, Sister Maka. And Sister Maka was just saying that thing. I remember when um, the mother of Jesus Christ, when she wanted to perform his first miracle at the wedding, and he said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. So whatever Sister Maka has said today, hold it and take it personally. Ma, I'm coming back with my testimony. Thank you so much, Ma. Good morning, Ma. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connecting from. Um, taking the father's study. And we are reading from 2 Corinthians 3, 5. Not that we are fit 
qualified and sufficient in ability of ourselves to form personal judgments or to claim or count anything as coming from us, but our power and ability and sufficiency are from God. Hallelujah. Psalm 1 verses 1 to 3. Blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous, and enviable is the man who walks and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly, following their advice, their plans, and purposes, but stands submissive and inactive in the path where seeds walk, nor stands, nor stands in the path where sinners walk, nor sits, nor sits down to relax and rest, where the scornful and the mockers gather, but is delight and desire and are in the law of the Lord and on his law, the precepts, the instructions and teachings of God. He habitually meditates, ponders and studies by day and by night. And it shall be like a tree, firmly planted and tended by the streams of water, ready to bring forth its fruits in its season. Its leaves also shall not fade or wither, and everything it does shall prosper and come to maturity. Jeremiah 17, 7, 8. Okay, that's in brackets. And finally, Psalm 102, verse 13. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her. Yea, the set time is come. Ah, the set time to favor RJ has come. The set time to favor every member of the inspired by the word devotion group is come in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Right now, we're going to be taking the further study. Hallelujah. The confession, sorry. We're taking the confession. You don't have to unmute your mic. You just repeat after me wherever you are. I am high, I am divinely favored. I am divinely favored and positioned for the glorious life. Oh, hallelujah. Grace has put me ahead and I can never be disadvantaged. I increase in beauty, honor, and influence. Hallelujah. I live and walk with the consciousness of one who is blessed of the Lord. And through me, through me, RJ, blessings are dispersed to those in my world. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Right now, I'd like to hand over to Brother Z as he takes us through the New Testament reading of the one-year Bible plan. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. Good morning, Sister Joanne. Thank you so much. Good morning, Sister Maka. Thank you for this wonderful platform. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Depends on where we're connecting from. I hope you can hear me loud and clear. So um, we've been enjoying reading the New Testament of the Bible in the message translation. And we've been reading Mark chapter 7. Um, yesterday, we stopped at verse 23. So today, we're picking up from Mark 7 from verse 24. Praise God. And I read, from there, Jesus set out for the vicinity of Tyre. He entered a house there where he didn't think he was to be found, but he couldn't escape notice. He was barely inside when a woman who had a disturbed daughter had where he was. She came and knelt at his feet, begging for help. The woman was Greek, Syrophoenician by birth. She asked him to cure her daughter. He said, 
stand in line and take your turn. The children get fed first. If there's any left over, the dogs get it. She said, of course, master. But don't dogs under the table get scraps dropped by the children? Jesus was impressed. You are right. On your way, your daughter is no longer disturbed. The demonic affliction is gone. She went home and found her daughter relaxed on the bed. The torment gone for good. Then he left the region of Tyre, went through Sidon back to Galilee Lake and over to the district of the 10 towns. Some people brought a man who could neither hear nor speak and asked Jesus to lay a healing hand on him. He took the man off by himself, put his fingers in the man's ears and some spit on the man's tongue. Then Jesus looked up in prayer, groaned mightily and commanded, Ephaphatata, open up. And it happened. The man's hearing was clear. His speech plain, just like that. And just like that, your miracle happens today. Jesus urged them to keep it quiet, but they talked it up all the more, beside themselves with excitement. He's done it all and done it well. He gives hearing to the deaf, speech to the speechless. And so we believers give hearing to the deaf and speech to the speechless also. We operate in signs, wonders, and miracles, just like Jesus. Mark chapter 8, the caption is a meal for 4,000. At about this same time, he again found himself with a hungry crowd on his hands. He called his disciples together and said, This crowd is breaking my heart. They have stuck with me for three days, and now they have nothing to eat. Wow, Jesus Jesus' message was so interesting. You stay, with, stay in church for three days. <laughs> if I send them home hungry, they will faint along the way. Some of them had come a long distance. His disciples responded, what do you expect to do about it? Buy food out here in the desert? He asked, how much bread do you have? Seven loaves, they said. So Jesus told the crowd to sit down on the ground. After giving thanks, he took the seven bread loaves, broke them into pieces, and gave them to his disciples so they could hand them out to the crowd. They also had a few fish. He pronounced a blessing over the fish and told his disciples to hand them out as well. The crowd ate its, ate its fill. Seven sacks of leftovers were collected. There were well over 4,000 at the meal. Then he sent them home. He himself went straight to the boats with his disciples and set out for Dalmautoa. Then he, they, when they arrived, the Pharisees came out and started in on him, badgering him to prove himself, pushing him up against the wall. Provoked, he said, why does this generation clamor for miracle guarantees? If I have anything to say about it, you will not get so much as a hint of a guarantee. And we're ending at verse 13. He then left them, got back in the boat and headed for the other side. But the disciples forgot to pack a lot and, and he got to the other side. May the Lord bless this reading in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity. Right now, I'll be handing over to Brother John, who will be taking us 
and the Old Testament reading. God bless you all. Thank you very much, Brother Z. Um, we, we are, good morning, everyone. Good, mo good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this morning's rhapsody. It was, uh, it was actually by the Spirit. So we, we give thanks to God because we have, we have finished Genesis, Exodus, and Leviticus. So now we are in Numbers. So Numbers 1 is quite a long read, so I'm, I'll try to be very fast. So I read, this, the caption is Census in the Wilderness of Sinai. God spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai at the tent of meeting on the first day of the second month in the second year after they had left Egypt. He said, number the children, number the congregation of the people of Israel by clans and families, writing down the names of every male. You and Aaron are to register company by company. Every man who is 20 years and older who is able to fight in the army. Pick one man from each tribe who is head of his family to help you. These are the names of the men who will help you. From Reuben, Eliezer, son of Shedeur. From, from Simeon, Shelumiel, Shelumiel son, son of Zurishadai. From Judah, Nashon, son of Aminadab. From Issachar, Nathanael of Zohar. From Zebulon, Eliab, son of Helon, from sons of Joseph, from Ephraim, Elishama, son of Amihud, from Manasseh, Gamaliel, son of Pedazor, from, from Benjamin, Abidan, son of Gedeone, from Gideone, from Dan, Ahazel, son of Amishadai, from Asher, Pagel, son of Okram, from Gad, Eliasaf, son of Duel, from Naphtali, Ahira, son of Enam. These were the men chosen from the congregation, leaders of their ancestral tribes, heads of Israel's military divisions. Moses and Aaron took these men who had been named to help and, to help and gather the whole congregation together. On the first day of the second month, the people registered themselves in their tribes according to their ancestral families putting down the names of those who were 20 years old and older. Just as God commanded Moses, he numbered them in the wilderness of Sinai. Verse 20, the line of Reuben, Israel's firstborn. The men were counted off head by head. Every male 20 years and older who are, who are able to fight in the army, registered by tribes, according to their ancestral families. The tribe of Reuben numbered 46,500. The line of Simeon, the men were counted off head by head, every male 20 years and older who, are, who was able to fight in the army, registered by clans and families. The tribe of Simeon numbered 59,300. The line of God, the men, who were, the men were counted off head by head, every male 20 years and, and older who was able to fight in the army, registered by clans and families. The tribe of God numbered 46,650. The line of Judah, the men were counted off head by head, every male 20, 20 years and older, 
who was able to fight in the army registered by clans and families. The tribe of Judah numbered 74,600. The line of Issachar, the men were counted off head by head, every male 20 years and older, who was able to fight in the army registered by clans and families. The tribe of Issachar numbered 54,400. Verse 30, the line of Zebulon, the men were counted off head by head, every male 20 years and older, who was able to fight in the army, registered by clans and families. The tribe of Zebulun numbered 57,400. The line of Joseph from son Ephraim, the men were counted off head by head, every male 20 years and older, who was able to fight in the army, registered by clans and families. The tribe of Ephraim numbered 40,500. And from son Manasseh, the men were counted off head by head, every male 20 years and older who was able to fight in the army, registered by clans and families. The tribe of Manasseh numbered 32,200. The line of Benjamin, the men were counted off head by head, every male 20 years and older who was able to fight in the army, registered by clans and families. The tribe of Benjamin numbered 35,400. The line of Dan, the men were counted off head by head, every male 20 years and older who was able to fight in the army, registered by clans and families. The tribe of Dan numbered 62,700. The line of Asher, the men were counted off head by head, every male 20 years and older who was able to fight in the army, registered by clans and families. The tribe of Asher numbered 41,500. The line of Naphtali, the men were counted off head by head, every male 20 years and older, who was able to fight in the army registered by clans and families. The tribe of Naphtali numbered 53,400. These are the numbers of those registered by Moses and Aaron, registered with the help of the leaders of Israel, 12 men each representing his ancestral family, the sum total of the people of Israel. 20 years and over, who were able to fight in the army, counted by ancestral family, was 603,550. Wow. As for the seven, the Levites, however, were not counted by the ancestral family along with the others God had told Moses. The tribe of Levi is an exception. Don't register them. Don't count them tribe of Levi. Don't count the tribe of Levi. Don't include them in the general census of the people of Israel. Instead, appoint the Levites to be in charge of the dwelling of the testimony. Overall, overall is furnishings and everything connected with it. Their job is to carry the dwelling and all its furnishings, maintain it and camp around it. When it is time to move the dwelling, the Levites will take it down. And when it is time to set it up, the Levites will do it. Anyone else who even goes near it will be put to death. The rest of the people of Israel will set up their tents in company, every man in his own camp under its own flag. But the Levites will set up camp around the dwelling of the testimony so that rats will not fall on the community of Israel. The Levites are responsible for the security of the dwelling of the testimony. The people of Israel did everything that God commanded Moses. They did it all. Praise be unto God. So I'll hand over to Sister Makana to help us with Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you so much, Brother Jose, for the New Testament. And then thank you, Brother John. 
you know, um, I wish I could share about the Levites as it is on the, in this chapter, but um, because of time. But just just a joke, you know, when Brother John was reading this particular chapter, I remember one year when I was reading this chapter, in my mind, I was like, uh-uh, what is this repetition verse by verse, verse by verse? They should have just called the name of the the tribe and tell us the number. So that year when I was reading, I'll just, once I just saw that all the verses were like the same, the same, same, I would just be jumping to where they would just tell us the number of the family. You know, when you just get to somebody who say the number is um, 74,600, uh-huh. it's the same thing now. Let's go to the next one, 54,400, uh-huh. the same thing. Let's go to the next one. You know, so when Brother John was reading, I was just laughing because Thank God for devotion time like this. We get to read it verse by verse. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, so we'll just quickly go through Numbers chapter 2. Isn't it amazing? We've read Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. Now we're in Numbers. One day, hey, we'll be reading Revelations and Malachi. Praise God. Hallelujah. Matching others, God spoke to Moses and Aaron. He said, the people of Israel are to set up camp, cycling the tent of meeting and facing it. Each company is to camp under its distinctive tribal flag. To the east, toward the sunrise, are the companies of the camp of Judah under its flag, led by Nashon, son of Aminadab, his troops number 74600. One minute, please. Okay. His troop numbered 74,600. The tribe of Issachar will camp next to them, led by Nathaniel, son of Zohar. His troop numbered 54,400. And the tribe of Zebulon is next to them, led by Eliab, son of Helion. His troops numbered 57,400. The total number of men assigned to Judah, troop by troop, is 186,400. They will lead the march. To the south are the companies of the camp of Reuben under its flag, led by Elizur, son of Shedor. Shedor, his troops numbered 46,500. The tribe of Simon will camp next to them, led by Shalumuel, son of Zerushadai. His troops numbered 59,300. And the tribe of God is next to them, led by Eliasaph, son of Deol son of Del, the Ule. His troops numbered um, 45,650. The total number of men assigned to Reuben troop by troop is 151,450. They are the second in the order of the match. The tent of the meeting with the camp of the Levites takes its place in the middle of the match. Each tribe would march in the same order in which they camped, each under its own flag. To the west are the companies of the camp of Ephraim under its flag, led by Elishama, son of Ami. Amihud. His troops numbered 40,500. The tribe of Manasseh was set up camp next to them, led by Gamaliel, son of Pethazor. His troops numbered 32,200. And next to him in the camp of Benjamin, led by Abidan, son of Gideoni, his troops numbered 35,400. The total number of men assigned to the camp of Ephraim, troop by troop, is 108,100. They are the third in the order of the march. To the north and are the companies of the camp of Dan, under its flag, led by Ahizer, Ahiza, son of Amish, 
Shaddai, his troops numbered 62,700. The tribe of Asher will come next to them, led by Pagel, son of Okran, his troops numbered 41,500. And next to them is the tribe of Naphtali, led by Ahira, son of Enan, his troops numbered 53,400. A total number of men assigned to the camp of Dan on numbered 157,600. They will set out under their flags, last in the line of the match. These are the people of Israel, counted according to their ancestral families. The total number in the camps, counted troop by troop, comes to 603,550. Following God's command to Moses, the Levites were not counted in with the rest of Israel. The people of Israel did everything the way God commanded Moses. They camped under their respective flags. They matched by tribe with their ancestral families. Praise God. We'll now quickly take the Pauline affirmation. Um, please um, don't, as much as um, time may be fast spent, try not to leave the meeting. Um, there's something there's something I want to, I, I'm going to share with you after the Pauline affirmation. Praise God. Over to you, Brother Martins, for the Pauline affirmation. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Uh, for the affirmation this morning. You know, I will take up my affirmation. You start with my name is, you find the affirmation on the screen. My name is, you see your the first paragraph, I have a spirit of wisdom. And the next paragraph, I, you see your name, I'm granted according to your riches. Third paragraph, your name, my love abounds more and more. Praise the Lord. I'll kindly ask everyone to unmute right now as we take our formation at the count of three. One, two, three. My name is my name is I 
Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're going to quickly take the communion and then after the communion, um, we're going to share the benediction. After we share the benediction, hmm, we're going to leave this call on for another five to 10 minutes. That is, we're not going to, the host is not going to end the meeting until then. This is what you're going to do. You're going to say, I am blessed and highly favored 1,000 times this morning. Some of you may have to, be, to go to work, but as you're going, be saying it. There is um, there's something we introduced, some, I think it was like two years ago, it's called a confession counter. It's a tally counter, as many of you know it. There's a physical one, which we were using, and there's also a digital one. So if you find a digital one, you can actually share with us on the group and show us what the app looks like. But I want you to say it 1,000 times, and you're going to count and be sure that you said it 1,000 times. You're going to say that you are blessed and highly favored. Because see, well, I told you that the Holy Spirit declared this morning, right? It is, there's nobody here that would not return with the testimony tomorrow. Just that we cannot not do the devotion, but if we were to take testimonies for, the, for one hour tomorrow, the time will not be enough. First Corinthians chapter 11, from verse 23, for I received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Only you can bless everyone and not run out of blessing. Only you have more than enough for everyone. Thank you, Lord. Today, 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 today is that day. That day, that day, that day. Zakapratekesitebaya. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we take, we take. We will not limit you by our thoughts. We would take, we would receive and we would receive. We would receive all the blessings that you brought today for us, all that you have declared. You see, when you go to that restaurant and your friend says you can eat whatever you want to eat, if you want to order, take away, order. There is that man who wants to be careful and say, ah, I don't want to offend my friend though. Let me just eat a little. Even the one the man will order. He can choose to other just a little. Brothers and sisters, today is not that kind of meeting. You're going to eat as much as your tummy can carry. And I'm speaking spiritually. And you're going to order takeaway. If you have to empty the restaurant, empty the restaurant. But you see, the restaurant that we're functioning in today cannot be emptied. It is unlimited resources. So take as much as you want. Thank you, Father. Because even by the breaking of this bread, we seal these miracles today. It is miracles galore. Everywhere, everywhere, in every nation represented here. Sudden miracles, sudden miracles. There's somebody here, you've been praying for a change in your government. Today is that 
that day for your sake, for your sake says the spirit of God because I have declared and I've said that whatever it is you can channel this grace to whatever direction that you want it thank you father it is so in Jesus name break bread break bread this is not that morning find something to break find something to break just find something to break thank you Jesus after the same manner also he took the cup when he had stopped saying this cup is the New Testament in my blood. These do years off as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do shoot the Lord's death till he comes. Brother King, there is a special miracle for you today. I have heard it again and again. It has been like a repetition song in my spirit. And the spirit of God has been singing your name. There is a special miracle for you. Brother King, he cannot righteousness. There is a special miracle for you. Oh, your story has been rewritten. Your story is a new one. It's a new one, says the Spirit of God. Father, thank you for the cup. Oh, Amen. the cup. Hallelujah. Oh, the cup. Oh, the cup of the new covenant, sealed with the blood of Jesus. The blood that speaketh better things. The blood that speaketh better things. The blood that is speaking on behalf of everybody here today. The blood that has sent angels everywhere around the world today, just for our sake. Thank you for declaring for us today. Oh, the blood. Oh, the blood. Oh, the blood. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Our desires are granted us. Every desire, expectations exceeded, said the Spirit of God. Expectations. Your expectations are exceeded. Your expectations are exceeded. This is that day you've been waiting for. Suddenly, these are the, this is the day of the suddenlies. This is the day of the suddenlies. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And it is so, it is so. Our spirits can contain it. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Take the cup. Oh, Lagabaye, take the cup, take the cup. Lakaparatokobosakaya. <laughs> At this moment, we're going to share the benediction. But after we share the benediction, do not leave. If you can stay, if you need to go, it's fine. But ensure that you are talking. So you're going to start from here and you're going to be saying, that you are blessed and highly favored. You are blessed and highly favored. So at this moment, please unmute your mic as we share the benediction, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, I'm 